Join over 400,000 people just like you and I who are taking control of their wellness journey with Biome. Get personalized and precise recommendations on how to optimize your health and help you function at peak performance. Based on your results from blood, stool, and now saliva, the Viome Full Body Intelligence Test tells you what foods you should eat and what foods you should avoid and why. They're also the only company in the world to offer custom pre-probiotics and precision supplements which are made to order and only include the ingredients in the precise dosages that your body needs and nothing that it doesn't. Shop now at Viome.com, V-I-O-M-E, dot com forward slash good currency and save fifty dollars on our full body intelligence test or bundle it with code currency 50. when a lot of people hear that they go well it's not that's not a good time for that you know that's uh man you're asking for trouble if you try to make god proud right now by being soft and loving open and really really meeting people with the eyes of love you're gonna get in trouble well, I think it's good trouble. And I yeah, think it's right. the kind of trouble we need to stir up right now. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Living Good Currency with Tony. And Tobias. We're so excited and appreciate the love that you guys have given us and the support. You know, these episodes are so special. It gives us an opportunity to sit down with some of the greatest people that we've met, we've been introduced to. And this man that we're introducing to you today, bringing you on the show is someone from the moment I laid eyes on him and heard him speak, it just touched my heart. And I'm so honored to call him a brother and bring him on the show. No other than the Dr. James Rouse. Dr. James Rouse is a naturopathic doctor, award-winning author and producer, media personality, and sought after speaker whose enthusiasm, and I mean enthusiasm, and passion for wellness inspires others to optimize their personal and professional lives. Dr. James is co-founder and product formulator for Healthy Scoop, a functional nutrition line. He's also the co-founder of Well & Company, a lifestyle company and community that is igniting a self-care revolution. He consults for and is highly sought out in the world of nutraceuticals and functional nutrition. He's authored 13 books and counting including the recent release, Mind, Body, Life, Mastery. Welcome hey. to the show, Dr. James. How are you, brother? I'm doing awesome. Hey, Tony. Hey, Tobias. Good morning. Good hey. afternoon. Hey, good everything. Good, brother. good everything, man. For those who are listening, I met Dr. James Rouse at Robin Sharma's um, Titan Summit, you know, it, which he doesn't do anymore, but it was this amazing event he did once a year, just brought in some of the best speakers in the world. And people from all over the world came to listen and, and, and learn and grow. And the moment Dr. James, who's one of the incredible keynote speakers that was at the event, he, he not just spoke from the heart on stage. He jumped into the crowd mm. and started like <laughs> making sure that he was not laying eye contact with everybody. And you can feel him. You can feel his energy and his passion. And out of all the speakers that, um, you know, it's a four-day conference, tons of speakers. We just, me and my brother Michael were there. We just knew we had to speak with him. We knew we had to connect with him. And we went up to him, gave him a big hug. Smelled better, by the way, <laughs> after, after hugging him. And, uh, and, then, and, and that was, you know, it was a moment there, Jack James. And I don't know if you remember, but when you flew to L.A. to meet with us and we, you know, were working out on the beach, you say a quote that I've been mm. quoting for years. 
and it just it just came out of your mouth and it was god put us together now let's make god proud wow. wow can you can you can you go over that like just can we just start there can we start there i i would love to start there well tony and tobias it's an absolute honor I woke up extra early. I think I was up this morning at 20 of four, which is 20 minutes earlier than my normal time. Cause I wanted to get my heart space as open as far open as possible, knowing that we were going to have time together today. So it's an absolute honor and a blessing to be here with you two today. And um, I mean, we're a perfect opportunity to bring that back, right? Let's make God proud today. That's right. And, and I think that there's always an orchestration. You can call it quantum physics. You can call it metaphysics. You can call it real life because it's always asking us to see one another with the eyes that are the eyes of the divine That's right. and welcoming each other into the heart space. And I think right now, and I'm going to be really open right out of the gate. Um, when a lot of people hear that, they go, well, it's not, that's not a good time for that. You know, that's uh, man, you're asking for trouble. If you try to make God proud right now by being soft, and loving and open and really, really meeting people with the eyes of love, you're going to get in trouble. Well, I think it's good trouble. And I yeah, think it's right. the kind of trouble we need to stir up right now <laughs> because we, we have intellectualized a spiritual experience that's now. Right. And the intellectual side talks us out of our goodness, talks us out of our greatness, talks us out of our love because the intellectual loves comfort. It loves familiarity. And right mm. now we are living in, the kinds of times that there is no playbook for us, so we get to resort to the most important space, which is the space of grace. And that's Come where on. God resides. And if we're open to living there, oh my goodness, the magic, the divine orchestration unfolds from there. So um, making God proud is simply giving ourselves permission to lean in what makes us come alive. Because when we make mm -hmm. our selves come alive, God is so proud. I think that um, Howard Thurman said, don't ask yourself what the world needs. Ask yourself what makes you come alive. Because what mm. the world needs are people who have chosen to come That's alive. Right. That's right. That's right. I mean, I'm glad we just went jumped out the gate with this one. <laughs> oh, brother's amazing. You know, when he said uh, he got up early to go into the heart space, that we're in a place where there is no playbook. It's not a magical algorithm that we're just going to have to look at each other through the eyes of divinity and the eyes of love and step into grace at this point. And I believe that is so uh, appropriate and needed for all of us, regardless to uh, what status we are in life, that that is uh, the only place we really can come from, Tony. So to have the doctor here today, this is my first time meeting him. And uh, shoot, when he lit up the screen, uh, I knew that he was a real deal. So, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, you know, Dr. James, you know, we, I was trying to explain to Tobias, I said, you know, there's so many people that you, you know, you're inspired by these speeches, these you know, incredible, but there's an energy that you can't bake. And <clears throat> all these years that I've gotten to know you, even, the, even when you write a text message, I can feel you. I can feel the love that's coming through. And I know that it's intentional. You know, there's there's an intention behind your love. There's an intention behind your actions. And I know that you ultimately leave the results up to God. You leave the results up to, 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 to the universe, to fate, whatever one wants to call it, but you leave it up to the divine. And I, wanted, I want to 
share with our audience for those who have never uh, listened to this podcast before, or for those who have have, I want sort of maybe a, a refresher course. Um, but I want to share with you, Dr. James, what we are, what we mean by living good currency, and what it is that we're setting out to do. Because I think you're, I think either you've you've heard it before, or you're going to familiarize it with you. But one of the key things that we're setting out to do is to teach ourselves and others about focusing your daily time the, from the wake, time you wake up, whether it's four o'clock, whenever, and your time you go to bed on being intentional with your personal, your professional, and your spiritual passions, writing them down. Okay, I want to be healthy. I want to be a good father, brother, son, husband. I want to, that's personally. Professionally, I want to work on projects that scale good news. Spiritually, I want to please my creator. So that, that's my, those are my three passions. And actually, we dare people to say, any action you do falls within one of those three. So if you can write it out really quickly, then the actions you do throughout the day, you try to align with one of those passions. And if you're lucky enough, like this one hour that we're going to spend together, you can hit all three. This podcast conversation is going to hit all three of mine. It's going to be for my personal, my professional, and my spiritual. And therefore, we call that good currency. And you get good currency points. And you gamify good, we call it, so that you can figure out what is worth your time and what is not worth your time. Or how to overcome certain obstacles that may, for example, professionally, things aren't going well. Well, you can do things personally and spiritually today to uplift, to make today count. And as we were reflecting on our own desires, so we set out to do this podcast. You know, Tobias is a living embodiment of what mm. you just said without having a playbook and focusing on love. I mean, that's what he had to do when he spent 30 years in, inside, you know, the death sentence that he was facing. And... And then I said to once time, and we were prepping for the call, I said, Dr. James Rouse, he's living good currency. That's, That's the name of the pie. He's living it. You know, this is a, he is really embodied this idea of personal, professional, spiritual, focusing on your intentions. So really what we say is you write your intentions out. This is what I want to do today. You then follow through with the actions that are appropriate, but you absolutely leave the results up to fate. You know, we made the intention of showing up to this podcast at a certain time. <laughs> well, we didn't know, you know, we wrote it out. We did the actions, yeah. but what we couldn't control is the technical things that happened That's right. to delay it. And you then gave yourself, said, let's have some grace. Yeah. You know, let's, because this is a learning experience. And, and so, you know, I just wanted to share that with you, that this is really an honor to have you because there's, you're one of the first guests I feel like that we've really had that has, that I've known the longest and known that you've been living this lifestyle. And I, I, I wanted you to know that this is what we're doing now too, mm -hmm. so that you, you know, we've learned a lot from, from just listening to you. That's right. I, number one, Tony and Tobias, good on you for answering the call because I think every single one of us right now is being called um, we love to busy ourselves so we don't hear it or have to be acknowledging that we're being asked to lean into something that forces us in the most beautiful way, encourages, forces, pulls us into a place where I love the idea that you just talked about that way of setting intentions and having them weave in the fabric of your day. And I'm a big believer that um, predictable peace, predictable purpose 
predictable pollination is the high work right now. Mm. It's the high work. And predictable peace, purpose, and pollination to me really is what you guys you just shared so beautifully, Tony. I mean, Tony and Tobias, I think what we know is every morning you wake up and you are given the opportunity to choose how you want to show up. Not really, it's funny. There was a time when I thought it was about a game face and there was so much ego involved. Game face this, mm. game face that. And I, I, over the last number of decades, I've really kind of given myself permission to forgive my ego for wanting to have a game face yes. and welcome in my grace face. And mm. it's a very different experience. Um, he's softer, he's kinder, he's more generous. And he's absolutely only interested in up-leveling the way that grace has a currency to use you, mm. the two of you, and move away from transaction and move into transmission. Mm. Mm. Tony, uh, the first lesson or confirmation that I received from uh, Dr. Rouse was that, you know, there's so much anxiety to be punctual and on time and not to waste people's time. And so we asked and we seen our producers moving, trying to get everything. The first thing that he did was smile at us with, I'm talking about a smile as bright as the sun and said, those are the moments. You said it, but I, I just want get gives us opportunity for growth. That removes the anxiety from it. That removes the anxiety. Those are the opportunities for the moments of growth. So already we're ahead of the game. So when he says, uh, you know, living in that, that, that grace, um, you know, I really believe that is uh, how we march forward, how we, we move forward. Personally, this is one thing that you said about Dr. Ross with it, that you really appreciate, you know, his walk and you know his path and you know he's traveled around the world. He's been in many circles. But how do you take spirituality, make it tangible in your personal self that you impact good in so many ways within the world? And that is where your brother is really at to say, man, you know, he's traveled. You tell me the Himalayas, he's been in various spiritual circles and you know, he lives out in nature, but at the same time, he produces himself, his voice. Uh, he has a brand. You say he's cut up like a razor. You say his body look like, you know, a martial artist, Bruce Lee or somebody. And then you says he produce natural and nutritional products that people can. But this is the embodiment of his spirituality, who he is, that is coming together in a professional space. So engage us, Tony. You know, Dr. James, I mean, he's nailed it. Why don't we go back, take our audience on the journey that you've, uh, you share in a lot of your, um, your speeches and the, and the talks that, that come from the heart. So I read your quick bio. I just, you know, didn't even go into any details that you're talking to Fortune 50 companies. You're, you're consulting with some of the biggest brands in the world. You spoke all over the world, touched thousands and thousands of hearts. You've written so many incredible books. But let's take it back to the journey because when, you know, when you were a kid, at what age, you know, one of the things that we talk about with a lot of our guests is, you know, at what age th did the epiphany sort of light go off, um, so to speak? And, 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 and our light actually just literally went off. Um, um, of course it did. Uh, yeah, it, it, of course it did. Um, but when, where, where, did, where, where did the light actually turn on, I should say? Um, 
Yeah. At what age? And and because you have a really interesting journey, I would love for you to sh give a give our audience a a little bit of a background on that. <laughs> you know, I think what I would love to say, um, this is going to sound. I think everyone's going to go, "Oh, come on, really?" I knew when I took my first breath. Mm. I knew here. That's right. I didn't know here, but I knew here. That's right. And I think every single one of us, we took our first breath. We actually answered a call. We, we, we confirmed the vow. Mm. You know, God, God basically said, I'm putting you here to fully give yourself permission to love out loud. Come on. And you will land in your heart space sometime in this lifetime. I promise you. And that's truly up to you. And I think that's the key distinction is that many of us postpone our joy and postpone our grace, postpone our relationship with God, the universe, the light, call it, it's all good. Every part of this is good. We postpone it until something's really traumatic going down in our life. And then we lean in. But why don't we all consider what it'd be like if one time in our life, we ultimately said, maybe it's today in the show. Tony, and to bias, I think what you're giving people is a podium. You're giving a place to stand and be a witness to how good Absolutely. they would love to be. They're hearing opportunities of how certain practices, certain, certain intentions can be realized. So for me, um, I had my first mystical experience when I was six. I was laying in the grass. I had no idea what was happening. And all I know is I was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. Please don't go away. That's right. And that was my ego trying to grab it. And then it was mm, gone. Mm, <laughs> but there was a few moments where I wasn't trying to do anything, just allow it, surrender. I was six. I'm laying in grass. And the one thing it did, guys, though, it absolutely put something impressed upon me that don't you believe that is something that was a one-shot opportunity. Come on. You now get a chance to actually use that essence as a way of predictably placing that in your heart the rest of your life as soon as you are ready to do the greatest work of your life, which is fully give yourself permission to move out of the, of the place that I think right now so many of us are occupying. We're always looking for the ones that make us feel like we can reflect ourselves in what's already known and familiar, where I think when I gave myself permission to acknowledge the fact I was in the midst of addiction and alcoholism to the, to the degree that it was every single family member, generations of it, had addiction, had alcoholism, had uh, a very strenuous relationship with God at best. And, you know, for me, Tony, I think, you know, I, I gave up. <laughs> I gave up the punishment of addiction when I was 20. And it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Why? Because my family immediately said, we're not going to really want to spend time around you because we're not going to feel like mm. you're any fun. Come on. And so when I got clean and when I got sober at age 20, and I'm now, I'll be in my 40th year of being clean and sober uh, here in a few months. Which is extraordinary, right? 40 years? <laughs> yes. And I've been completely buzzed on the experience <laughs> of spirituality yes, since I got clean and sober. <laughs> And, and, it, and it really, for me, guys, and I hope this is something, I hope this touches someone in your incredible community. Simply giving yourself permission for willingness over willpower. 
That is really one of the greatest distinctions I've ever made in my life. I try to do it every single day. Getting sober and getting clean was simply giving myself the yes to God because God always said, guess what? I'm going to place inside of you something that's absolutely a mystical experience that you had when you were six. How would you love to have that predictably every day of your life? Yes. And but I was so caught up in my addiction and my story, my narrative, blaming my parents, great blaming generational trauma Come on. versus giving myself permission to stop the blame and get put fully my aim on God and said, I am not going to take my eyes off you the rest of my life. Because I believe if I give myself permission to lean into what you are giving me, then I'll have predictable peace, purpose, and pollination the rest of my life. Pollination. And I haven't craved mm. anything but that. These are my new drugs of choice. As I think it was mm. Degas said, um, I don't need drugs. I am drugs. I am mm. drugs. <laughs> I am drugs in the human form. And I think that, Tony, you're drugs in the human form. Tobias, all mm. of us, we're a walking pharmaceutical of Super, spirituality. Yeah. But yeah. man alive, do we not open us in the medicine cabinet, which is the heart space, open yes. it, and allow yourself to receive the medicine. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Dr. Dan, I'm not going to even give Tony a chance to jump in on this one. I'm going to have to, first of all, uh, we asked these questions, and the first question was when, and you took us back to the first truth notion, was when I took my first breath. In my heart, I knew. In my heart, I felt it. But if you need a time, so the ego and the, to give context, I was six years old laying in some grass and I had some form of mystical connection. And that is very true in my regard. Uh, for many years, laying in them desert suns where they build prisons, I used to see myself as six, seven years old that was the point where my parents divorced but i will be in the grass of south carolina that grass that you speak of and to hold home but home is not so much here on earth because as you said physics and quantum physics and metaphysics and all these sciences say that energy never dies but is transmitted so that predictable peace that predictable peace and purpose and pollination that you speak of you know, that is something that we all, that is the good currency. That is it. And I just wanted to be the first to say, if we can go back to that moment when we took our first breath and we can get past the transgenerational levels of trauma, historical traumas and all the hurt and pain and doubt and rants and raving and grieving, that we can tap back into that breath in every second of our lives, take a full breath and have that connection to God and our uh, greater selves. So uh, I wanted to be first to speak on that and how that uh, really resonates with me in this moment, I'm sure, Tony, as well. Of course, man. I mean, the the predictable peace. I mean, who doesn't want predictable, predictable peace? Predictable, predictable. Because we're in this unpredictable state of, 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 of being. Mm. And I started talking about results are unpredictable. And so, and that's just a fact, but what's predictable in what you're saying is what exactly what we're saying is the, the predictable piece comes from aligning your purse, your personal, professional, and spiritual goals with your intentions and actions. That's predictable piece. Mm. And then the purpose is, is embodied in what we just said. 
And then the pollination. Can you go into that? I, I, you know, predictable pollination. It sounds so cool, mm. but I want to know here from the guy who said those words. Mm -hmm. What does predictable pollination mean to you? Come on. Oh my gosh, this is the best part of life, you guys. I mean, we are alive to the degree that we serve. Speak. The more that our living demonstration of love, of grace, of compassion, of acceptance, of inclusion is a permission giving to everyone who has the blessing of laying eyes on you. Mm. That is your high service because spirituality is contagious. Emotional love and light and yes. currency of good mm. is contagious. And the more that we give ourselves the opportunity, you walk out the front door, you say, what would love do now? And you embody love in every aspect of your life. And you become a pollinator of possibilities. Come on, come on. That is absolutely our job description, the capital J. That is the only reason we are here. That is the only And we get so caught up in how's it going to turn out. That's right. We need to be on purpose and not on our. That's right. God, the universe, Tobias, Tohi, everyone in this community. The outcome is assured if you are on purpose. That's, that's right. right. That's right. That's right. You know, so we talk pollination about, is basically yeah. the fact there's so much good neurochemistry in this is the fact that we have these things called mirror neurons, guys. And, and yes. it, it's the thing that sees through the BS. When, someone's, when someone is looking to sell on you, to transact on you, mm, mm. you absolutely, with your mirror neurons, which I believe is one of the highest spiritual Patients of chemistry, it. it cuts through and sees what is true and what is good. Yes, yes. And you'll get a chance to choose whether or not this person in this iteration and in this incarnation at this time is a good person for you to lean into or simply allow. Key distinction mm -hmm. lean in mm -hmm. or allow. No judgment. Mm -hmm. Lean in or allow. Right, mm -hmm. right now. There are so many good reasons why we wouldn't want to take the time and to look into every aspect of our own life and see whether or not we're showing enough to such a way that people would look at you and say, oh my gosh, there's the permission to love out loud. There's the permission to live on purpose. That person living embodiment of what it means to carry yourself with that divine knowing and that job description being lived throughout and pull out in your life. And right now, there's every reason in the world not to do it. Because we look around and we see so much encouragement to silo your life. Get with your political party. Get with your race. Get with your religion. Silo it down and don't look mm. outside of that. For goodness sakes, it's not going to be safe to look. And I say, you know what? Crawl out of that silo, which is crawling out of your mind and drop into your heart. Because once you do that, you're going to go, oh, my God, I had no idea it would be this good. And, uh, the beauty of this is it's simple in permission and you literally Just have permission to marketing give. to buy us right i mean we all talk about it in business it's all permission marketing you oh. are a permission marketing vessel of human yes getting yes, an opportunity yes. to invite people to the party the cool kids table which also has to be fine <laughs> and love. yeah yeah and another thing is that it's true that every chemical that we crave in food drugs, alcohol, sex, whatever we're craving that is in us. It is us. So when you say the falling or the descending down, the prostrating down out of the egoic mind into the divine heart, and from that point, 
we open up the treasure treasure chest of all pleasures. I was doing a speech on endorphins and how dancing and singing as bees, the great pollinators do, you know, that that's it. And, And it's actually that simple. Are we willing to give ourselves permission? Your body, your your immune system needs permission. Your digestive system needs permission. Your neurological processes need permission because maybe for a long time of your life, you have rendered them over to a space or a relationship that has obstructed them from this place of just pure love. So uh, I believe that is a point right now that I will take is I'm giving myself permission to love and to be high. He said 40 years. Brother, you're talking about addiction. 40 years. He said he's never been more high. (laughs) That was beautiful. Discover how your gut biome, oral microbiome, and cellular health impact how you feel, how you age, and your overall health with full body intelligence. The most advanced at-home health test available. Simply collect your blood, stool, and saliva samples. Send them to BioLab and within two to three weeks, receive your science-backed personalized health scores and food and supplication requirements. Use code CURRENCY50 to get $50 off of your full-body intelligent test or bundle. Shop now at Viome.com slash goodcurrency. As soon as he said the word pollinator, you know, Mm -hmm. I thought of you because... uh, Tobias mm. is obsessed with the B. Oh, yes. yes. Everything's about B. Yes. B, just B, yes. right? And yes. and so yes. it makes a lot of sense because we believe, believe. Yeah, believe. And in, in what we often talk about in good currency is that everyone shares actually the same purpose in life. Mm. By definition, the purpose is the reason where something was created. So purely by definition, why were human beings created? There has to be an answer to it. What you and I, what all of us are saying here is, and what we say in good currency is to do good for yourself and others daily. That's right. That is your human purpose. That is what you just said is your job description to be the pollinator, to do good mm. for yourself and others daily. Because when you give permission to do yourself, do, doing being of service serves you as well because it's your job description, as you said. And I noticed that, you know, when, when, I, when you were saying those words, I went back to just seeing you first the first time on stage and, and feeling you. And you can see how there, that was maybe one of the major differences in anybody else that gave a speech. Because some people can be given speeches and have really good information, but it may be coming from a different set. Maybe it's from the head that they're, they're talking from. Um, great information, but it's coming from the head. There's no doubt when you were speaking, it was from your heart. And I can truly feel, and I'm sure anybody listening to this can feel it from you, is that you believe in what you're saying because it is your job description. And you're out there trying to pollinate the world with love and, and, and all kinds of great gracefulness. But the thing that I, we often talk about also is practical inspiration. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. after attending the Titan Summit, one of the, and it's been a year's journey. You know, I got really sick with Crohn's. I did a bunch of, you know, soul searching and all kinds of stuff. But one of the epiphany moments with me is when I took all those notes from the, from the event. And, and you had said it. You said to everyone in that room, you said, guys, we're in a big cocoon. This is a cocoon. 
I, I remember those words. We're in a big cocoon. It feels good. We're all high. <laughs> We're in a ballroom at the Ritz Carlton in Toronto. It looks great. But you're all going to go home soon. Mm -hmm. And when I went home, yeah, it popped. And you're like, man, where do I get, where's the, I need something practical. I, I you know, the inspirations, I, I need the practical inspiration. And what Dr. James, I want to, you know, we've, we said in your bio, but what I love about you is you have businesses uh -oh. that are to me, what I call the practical side of, of infusing the inspiration, you know? So, you know, can we go, let, 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 can, we, can we talk about that from the professional standpoint yeah. of how, how you've taken the, the embodiment of love and being gracefulness, grace to yourself and others, and all, but then you've embodied it in a practical way. Can we go into those businesses that you've created and, and why you've done what you've done? 100%. Um, yeah, I mean, if it doesn't land, it's hard to be, uh, it's hard to be a pollinator if it doesn't land. That's right. Um, right now, you know, you're in the earth suit, right? We all look for tangible demonstrations that we relate to good currency. Currency is money, currency is energy, currency is love, currency is light. So for me, um, I've been a serial entrepreneur. Oh my gosh, um, I'm on my sixth startup, right, as we speak. And um, media, nutraceuticals, healthcare, tech. Um, what I've learned over the last number of years, particularly this last 10, is um, I really started to really understand that the greatest businesses will have the greatest currency of oxytocin. Hey. And I've been using this idea of neuroeconomics and how I build culture, how I create products, and how I actually make sure these products get out in the world under the influence of oxytocin. What, what we know is oxytocin is a chemical associated with love, with touch, with hugging. It's anti-inflammatory, but the most beautiful quality people don't talk about, oxytocin is hope. Oxytocin is trust. Oxytocin is effort. So when I create a product where I think I've got an opportunity to bring something in the world and build a business around it, I always ask myself one simple question. Will this elevate the oxytocin of all people who engage with the brand oh. or engage with the product? Oh. If I get a yes, I'm in. If That's it's, right. I hope so, or I think so, there's no business there. That's right. I love it. it this is one of those things, and I think Tobias and Tony – one of the things we know as entrepreneurs, and I'm sure most of your audience, I think every single one of us is an entrepreneur. We're all doing a startup on some level. Every That's day. right. And the thing that I'm really getting more and more clear about is that the more that we understand that people are not necessarily interested in your product, their understanding is what they want to do. Is this experience of exchanging energy with you for something? Is it going to elevate me to be a better version of myself? So every product or everything I do in business, if it does not deliver the promise of elevating someone to become an evolution or be even better, a revolution within themselves, I'm not interested in the business. <laughs> so I'm presently working on the, the, the thing that I believe is the next evolution of my own personal revolution. Does it wake me up in the morning and make me scared and the most beautiful? Mm. that I feel like, oh my goodness, 
is this going to stretch me in places where, you know, one of the words, and I think Tony, you and I and Michael talked about this years ago when we first met, mediocrity is a Latin word, media opris, which basically means I have chosen to dwell in the valley of average. Mm. Our ability to elevate and pull ourselves out of the valley of average is simply whether or not are we willing to outlove the former evolution of ourselves to transcend what was formerly the narratives and tell a greater story of what it is that we came here to be. Back to your word, Tobias. What did we come here to be? And mm. we are fully open to being a demonstration and example of that being. And the only way I can see that in my own practices and businesses, anytime I've lived and led with that in my company experience, my cultural experience, my participation experience, it has been an outright success. That's right. And there have been times when I didn't and I've only failed every single day. That's right. Mm. So tell us, I want to know, because this is your mindset. You're on your sixth company. But walk us through, for example, I remember when you came over, you sent us some of the most amazing chocolates. Mm. You sent us some Starburst-type you know, candies that were healthy and good for you. The packaging was brilliant. The design was incredible. The taste was awesome. And usually you get one or two of those right. Um, but so walk us through, can you just give, share with the audience? That was the well company, correct? Yeah. Yes. Sold it. Sold it. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Congratulations. Yeah. I mean, and I don't want to say it like, oh, got the exit. No, I wasn't being enough in that brand any longer. Mm. I wanted to find someone who could be with it and steward it from there. I, it that is one of the things I think every entrepreneur has to realize is very few of us who can be with one thing. That's right. I need mm. to be with many things and have That's this right. heroic humility to recognize I'm not being with this the way I need to. I need to find someone who can be with it and steward it to the next level. Amazing. And now is that what you do with Healthy Scoop as well? Yeah. Yeah. Those are the last two brands I've created. My, my present brand is the thing that I'm most scared about in the most mm. passion I've ever been about anything in my life when it came to business. Can you share? I'd love to share. So, um, oh gosh, like 30 years ago when I first started um, looking at mental health because it was my own work, um, I suffered a lot from depression, anxiety, um, insomnia. I, most of my uh, trauma that happened in my family of origin growing up happened that night when my parents came home drunk. And so I had a real issue with sleeping because I was always ready for something horrible. So I started really investigating this when I was in grad school and, you know, started to unpack the trauma. And it was interesting. It led me to start working with other folks who'd been through trauma, veterans, um, women and men who'd been through sexual violence, abuse, whatever the case may have been. And I really started to fall in love with, uh, the homeless community and some of the stories that I had no idea how much they, you know, tore me open and put me back together in a much better man. Um, uh, so I, I just started to really look within and said, what would be the best demonstration of what I've learned at this point? So I started a company, um, it's called Energist. You won't see it anywhere yet. It's literally a brand that's just coming into being. Um, I'm working with Cheney University, which is the oldest historically black college university in the entire United States. 
And uh, it's also the end of the Underground Railroad where Harriet Tubman Come on. Um, helped to bring slaves to freedom. I chose them for that exact reason. I chose, I want to partner with you as a university and give young entrepreneurs an opportunity to heal generational trauma. And what we basically have done is I'm working with a couple of companies down in uh, Alabama by design, African-American populations who have suffered immensely post-pandemic and for decades for all kinds of things that have been not about love. And what I've decided is that I'm going to run clinical medicine on a group of people who've been through deep generational trauma. I'm working with uh, two significant uh, universities, medical schools. And we are now, we just started this past week going into human double-blind placebo-controlled studies using plants to address generational trauma. And once we get these clinicals done, I will be helping alongside of people who are absolutely brilliant at Cheney University to create a curriculum for entrepreneurs who want to absolutely heal the planet, heal their brothers and sisters, and be a part of good currency. Good, good, good currency. So um, you got to believe, I'm going to say this, and Tobias, I hope I say this in a way that you receive it as my brother. What is this white dude doing in this mm. space? Come on. Come this, on. This white dude is in this space because I feel like I absolutely have been gifted a level of understanding about Speak. generational trauma. And I mm -hmm. realize it has no color. Come on. It has no religion. Come on. It has a narrative that every single some of us who've been through something that brought us to our knees and then called us to get off our knees is exactly why I decided I can say yes. Yes. To this. <sighs> so Energist is potentially the thing I'll do the rest of my life because I think it's going to take my life and about a whole bunch more to get this right. But I'm willing to begin. And um, I tell you guys, I'm so beautifully nervous about this project and so happy that I get a chance to meet him. Before Tobias takes over the rest of this oh, conversation right goodness. now, before he goes in there, because he's going to do it, so i got to get in here now, Dr. James. Trust me on this one. Can we just breathe? Yeah, I was just. <sighs> mm -hmm. This is a shared moment that we're doing this podcast conversation for someone listening. But man, it starts with Tobias and I doing this for ourselves. To do good for yourself and others, you got to take care of yourself. So I hope everyone listening could just appreciate what we're about to experience. Because I know what we're about to experience is pretty deep. Before this conversation, we talked about our business, our purpose, what we're doing, where our goals are, how we're going to do this. And as God's my witness, over these last few days, Dr. James, whenever someone's listened to it, it doesn't even matter. We were saying, unlike anything we've ever experienced, three weeks ago today, I was in the hospital getting surgery 18 and a half inches removed from my small intestine. Suffer, man. I've been suffering. 
But it was such a beautiful suffering because if had I not suffered, the good currency formula wouldn't have come. I had to be. I had to. God bless me. It, it, you know, the, the old adage of it happens for you, not to you. It really did. The sickness, the transformation I had to go through, the 18 inches of just blockage that was inside me, that through God's grace, I was blessed enough to be at Cedars and have the top surgeons that so many other people don't have. But I, I feel like a new man. I, I'm lighter, mm-hmm. literally, physically, everything you can imagine. I feel a sense of absolute God consciousness and purpose and driven. And I told my partners, we're all here. They're all here. Two of them are behind the scenes. I said, this is not a normal business, guys. That's right. Good currency and good news network. And what we're setting out to do is not about to flip it, to not to grow. This is a multi-generational business. This is the thing that I'm mm-hmm. committing to for the rest of my life mm-hmm. and many lives thereafter that like you just said. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there in the hospital when I woke up. When you go under, you putting your faith in the, the God in the in the in the surgeon's hands. Oh God, please guide this surgeon. I didn't know if I was going to wake up to a bag that I had to use or anything. But I remember being in so much pain when I woke up, and they said, you know, maybe in two weeks you can, you know, serve. Three weeks later, I'm doing five mile walks. Right. I have no pain. It's the prayers. I finally, I've always heard about praying for people. I've always prayed for people, but I've actually started feeling the prayers. And really believing in the power of prayer. Dr. James, you've been on our mind for years, years. I never take it lightly. Michael never took it lightly that we need to do something, that there's billions of people in the world. Why do we, why are we together? And before this very first conversation, before this conversation, I said, I don't know what will happen. Told you when we were prepping for the call. Dr. James is someone who's supposed to be in our life and we're supposed to align in a way to take this to the next level. And I'm not going to talk about the conversation now on this call because I want to focus on you and Tobias, what I know he's about to pour into. But I can never have imagined what you just said your new company is, ever. Because I only knew what I knew. And my brothers or whoever, I can't wait for them to listen to this podcast, my partner, because what your life mission is right now, we are here to serve your mission, brother. Mm. You are looking for people, other mm-hmm. lives, to do this for the rest of your life. Brother, that's exactly what we're setting out to do. So I just want to just almost let you two take over. But I am just amazed and almost shaking a little bit by the timing and the divine timing of us coming together again at this moment. So I'm going to let that go. Uh, yeah, it's it's it's... It's humbling, but when you are sharing breath and you're sharing heart space, uh, this is what happens, you know, and it's, it's, it sounds good and philosophical and, you know, it's good as a person, but sadly in the culture that we live in, if your professional lives is not a embodiment or a illustration of your great spirituality, then people feel that you're disconnected or even failed. So in our uh, meeting that we just had, we was talking about this podcast and you, and I was explaining, I'll give you a little context. The last 60 days of my incarceration, I was just physically incarcerated. I spent it with veterans. You have veterans of various sorts, mainly Vietnam, that's spent their last 40 to 50 years in prison, suffering from various forms of personal 
generational, transgenerational levels of trauma, historical levels of trauma. Uh, and so just that's what I was into. How do we cultivate resiliency? How do we go into natural spaces? And when the governor, Governor Brown, released me, that was really the purpose that me and him shook hands upon. And we shook hands through a letter and a phone call. It's like, I'm sending you, I am writing this this letter. I am uh, a calling, the call that you have made. I'm going to answer that call and going back into society. And so this last week, it has been working with the unhoused in California. And how we're seeking to work with the unhoused is providing them not only space to deal with the traumas, nutritional food, uh, but also create a community. And so what I was bringing to my brothers, which is our partners, how can we start to connect these podcasts with these powerful people that that's, that's the magic of me and Tony's relationship that we can bring these worlds together. That's our purpose. That's the purpose of these podcasts. It's not numbers. It's not my, it's, it's, it's the proof that we can connect our hearts, create platforms that we can bring these two worlds together. So I'm not going to even go through the whole spiel, but uh, we honor you in this space because you're talking about mirror neuroning. You have to remember when they came up with the super predator narrative, they said that neurologically that we was criminal, uh, 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 criminal, uh, uh, genetic criminals, and that there was a, a ancestral gene that said that we had to be killed or arrested uh, for our entire lives. And so it was through these, neuroplasticity and, you know, understand that the greatest thing we do two neurons create consciousness, but we create love, brother. This is what your evaluation of this new business is. How are we going to touch each other, man? How are we going to hug each other? How are we going to reenter natural spaces? The first thing, and I'm going to say this as we begin to close the first thing that God in every text, and I've read, over 30 years, almost every kind of religious and spiritual set was love each other and keep the garden. Love each other and keep the garden. I think we have failed in loving each other, therefore keeping the garden. The garden is actually the human heart. And thus now we are destroying the earth and we're destroying communities and we're destroying the pollinators. And why? So when we come back into this heart space and we can make the personal, the person, you have to take it personal. This is predictable with you now. You know, you have a track record of so many years. So they say your, your, your truth is predictable. Why? Because you've given yourself permission and you choose to be peaceful. So that's a choice that you're making. It's only a choice. Now you can align yourself with your purpose. You said, yes, this is the six one. Six in the numbers of the B is the hexagon. What does bees do? What does great pollinators like ourselves do? We go throughout our lives and we create honey, a sweetness and a healing for humanity, for ourselves, brother. So I'm just going to place it right there. Uh, we don't know how this next call going to work. Are you coming to us? Are we coming to you? Coming to you. Oh, we coming to him? We coming to him, Tony? Okay, we coming to him there. So I just wanted to thank you, and uh, I'm very excited. Uh, see, that's what happens when you open your heart. I didn't know how the connection would be made, but you laid it out, and you said in your lifetime and lifetimes to come, and uh, you have brothers, and you have a community, and uh, we need uh, you and your light and your love right here in California. We'll start here, uh, and then we'll move abroad, brothers. So I just want to offer that, and thank you, and, uh, you know, uh, we're going to do the next calls. We're going to do everything else we need to do to keep the momentum on this. So uh, 
I'm thankful and humble. Tobias, um, I don't have, I don't need to know you long to know you well. Mm. And I know you well. And I love you in the way that I know you. And I just want you to know that it is an absolute honor to love you. And I just absolutely feel like I, um, I feel like what's happened in this last hour was permission granted. Permission granted. And I hope, uh, I hope that your community, mm -hmm. gentlemen, continues to be so passionate about the life that they are creating that they do not fall asleep. I mean. Do not fall asleep on his watch. Come on, brother. Come on. And I think that really is the thing that um, this podcast, the podcast, it's actually a spiritual movement. Speak, God, speak, God. speak. The doctor said it. Yeah, the doctor said it. Oh, no, 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 the, no, the doctor said it. <laughs> Dr. James. So let's just go ahead and be open to that. And, let's give um, us permission. Allow let's do this. that. God brought us together. So now let's make him proud. Dr. James, you know, we thank ah. you for this time. The audience, you're going to be, I have no doubt about it, a recurring guest, conversationalist. We have so much work to do, and it took the transformation, physical, spiritual, personal, to be able to even see the light that I want. That I, I, I felt your light. I see it right now. But we're at a place that I cannot wait to. I, I just am telling you. We are so aligned. Oh, he knows. It. He feels it. And now we're about to go yeah. do some stuff, and I had no idea. This is the beautiful thing about being intentional and your focus to do good for yourself and others. You really do get things out of nowhere. And, and, and the question is, are you prepared to be able to accept it? And it's okay to know when you have your limitations. I know what I wanted when I first met you. I didn't know how to articulate it, That's and right. I wasn't there yet. That's right, bro. And even quite frankly, I can tell you, you probably weren't there yet. Mm, come on. You had to get your other businesses. So there's other things you had to do. But right now, what a great feeling that I'm witnessing a miracle. That's right. The timing of this is incredible. And you have us at your service. We mm. thank you so much. And I'm proud of you and your new, yeah. your new, in, your new vision, your new mission, your new company. And I and I love that you are nervous about it. Yeah, I love scared, that you scared. get scared about it because mm -hmm. when you talk about it, it has to resonate with people listening because it's resonating with us. Because I'm thinking those are all the feelings that we're feeling about <laughs> what we're going through. And if he's feeling like this oh, after his on. sixth company, come on, come then on. it's okay for us to feel yes, like this. Yes. <laughs> oh man! So just oh. thank you so much, Dr. James. I love you, brother. Fruit truly from the bottom of my heart and. I actually think from the bottom of my the stomach, stomach yes. because what we've been really on is connecting our minds, our hearts and our stomachs, stomachs together and sort of flowing. And so I thank you so much for your time and, uh, and for oh, your grace. Man, I'm going to say this too, that, uh, when you acknowledge me, you acknowledge hundreds of thousands of young people who have spent their lives in some of the worst prisons. Cause I am a representation of their hopes their love and their opportunity in which they gave me to come out here. That's one for two. I'm a part of a community that I'm part of a 
universal community. Tony told me the other day, he looked in my eyes and he said that we're billionaires. I said, yes, sir. He said, brother, in our lifetime, we're going to affect at least one billion people. I said, one billion. I said, if you can affect one billion, the science has said we have affected the world. Because those one billion is going to affect the other five to six billion. Man, we have locked the whole globe on. So I said, in that notion, uh, we said this podcast. I said, Tony, for what you have gone through, I've buried two close friends from cancer in the last two or three days. All the trials and tribulations. I said, Tony, this podcast is the podcast. And I'm sure, Dr. Rob, I just heard about you. You know, I don't impress easily. You know, I've gone through so much in my life, but I'm always humble and, and appreciative of all my experience. So for you to acknowledge the light, I mean, you have never physically met, but we have spiritually met. Uh, and for us to be able to be serious and deliberate about having permission to move forward uh, from this second on in every breath. Uh, together as brothers and strategic partners, we honor you and uh, we thank you. Dr. James, we truly love you. That's right. Hey guys, so, can I do one last thing? Please, take please. time. We're on your time. I want to pray. Mm. Yes. Let's do it. Tobias and Tony and the Living Good Currency community is a worldwide expression of spirituality and motion. Life lies open to you. It is rich. It is full. It is abundant. Your heart is your key to life. It will open all doors for you. You are one with infinity. You are one with divinity. And as you realize this unity, you will proceed on your way as one who knows that God goes with you into an eternal day of infinite privilege and permission. All you need to do is open the portals of your soul and allow that which is ready to express in you, in you, and as you. Today, right here and right now, open those portals and let your love, your light, be the instrument through which your life is. Amen. Amen. Wow. I love you, Tony. I love you, Tobias. Thank, Thank you. you so much for that, man. I needed that on this special, special day. I appreciate you, Dr. James. Don't forget to check out new episodes every Monday. We're super excited about this. I am Dr. James Rouse. I'm Tony Samadani. I'm Tobias Tubbs. And we are Living, living Good, good Currency. currency.